Alright everybody, welcome to episode 21 of the Roundup. Look, we've got Coach Ryan DeKeel with us tonight. It's amazing to be able to speak to him. Oh mate, it's okay. just in case you didn't know who I was mate, you know what I mean, since you're doing all these vlogs yourself mate. Oh, mate, honestly, see if you would stop going to football and being such a team player for your own team instead of our team, then, then you could be with me. I know that mate, it breaks my heart seeing you doing all that and meeting all the brilliant people mate, with me, but at the same time, duty calls. Ashfield, mate. So, no, I've got training straight for this, mate. So, this is hence why I've got the, the Ashfield rigging on, mate. Oh, dear. Impressive. Right. Mate. We're recording this um, half five. So, see if my Wayne's or Dax's Wayne or anything jumps on, then we apologise. But it just is what it is. Right. Let's get into it. First, we'd like to thank our sponsor of the episode, Canvas Line Rangers. I'd like to thank the guys. Very, very much appreciated that they're. Um, that they've been kind enough to sponsor us and uh, we are not allowed to say anything bad about them now because they've sponsored the episode. I think Canvas yeah. and Rangers are the best team in the world. I think, to be honest, they're smashing only an the park here, not mean they're, they're, <laughs> they're, doing, they're doing the business only the park and then they, they show their support behind the PG and Dax podcast, mate. So, can I thank them enough? Thanks very uh, much, Team Canby. Also, for anybody else, not to get too heavy in it, we've got Sponsorship opportunities available. So if you want to get your company or whatever better known, give us a wee yeah. shout on, on our direct messages and we'll have a wee chat. It's always good. I'll, even for the company, I'll even sign this and get away as a prize. There you <laughs> go, right? Or, or he won't, and that'll be good. Right. Nah, so, want it, mate, yeah. With a weekend where a lot of games were off because the weather was howling, um, as if anybody watched the vlog, you'd have seen how horrible the weather was for me. Mate, what a job you done with that. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was good, man. I enjoyed it. Mate, so, done, I think I was a proud, I was a proud uncle dad, mate. I thought you'd done very well, mate. Oh, mate, I appreciate that because you never compliment me. Um, yeah. Going to go down to, well, I'm going to try and go down to Coburnie and Hurlford this weekend and do it. It's not something I'm going to do all the time, but I've got a couple of Saturdays off work, so I thought I would do it and get myself away for going to Wayne's birthdays, birthday parties on Saturday. So that's how I, that's how I went out. Right. <laughs> We'll start off, South of Scotland Cup, the University of Stirling 2, Hurlford 1, Clydebank 1, Pollock 2, Renfrew 3, Bonus Athletic 4, Linlithgow 2, Blantar 1, Caledonian Braves 2, Drumchapel 1. Pardon me. I'll start with the Clydebank game. Um, Pollock deserved the win. They were um, first time I've seen Pollock live this season. I thought they were good. Um, without being anything amazing, I thought they were really good. They were really really solid. Um, Clydebank weren't they too bad. Had a couple of chances, Nicky Littles hit the bar, um, they've hit the post, they had uh, Big Jordan Longmuir made a good save right at the death, but even at that, I still think that um, that Pop deserved their win, I thought they were really good. No, that's a great result for Pop. Uh, that's not an easy, it's not an easy cup tie, because we know how well Clydebank play in the cup games, and that's another big one, that's another big Cup day, how's your, how's your crowd in there? Sorry, mate, it was probably about, I'd say about three or four hundred. See, but see, I, I, I don't like to blame the weather, right? But see the games at the weekend, mate. Yeah. I see that, that, that would, even though the two teams cry back and pot like to get the body and play, man, it's the conditions, man. Like, they kill respect to what I think, man. Mate, it was a couple of times, I mean, you'll probably say, you're probably worse in your game because uh, Gart Cairns a bit higher up. Amount of times that the ball was, well, I said amount of times it happened a few times. The ball was getting fired out for goal kicks and stuff, just catching and coming back, and it was, it made it harder. But um, 
I, like I said, that was the first time I've seen Paul at live this well, second time I've seen about 10 minutes of him uh, a couple of months ago. I nipped away for work to catch a wee bit of one of their games. But I thought they were really good. I thought um, Stu McCann up front was good, really tidy football player, first time I've seen him. Um, I thought they were nice and solid at the back. And do you know, I liked wee Matty Grant. That was the first time I've seen him live, I know. Mm-hmm. He's, wee bit, he's young and he's a bit raw, but there's a lot of ability in there, man. He's, ah, he's a really good player. Up, he? Oh, mate, ah, he's think, really good. I think you had it, I think you had it spot on. I think Paul Murphy's got a nice mix down there. I think he's got your experience heats with the likes of McGregor and Sidey and Jordan and Go, but then you've got the young players like Boy Evan Horn, you've got Boy Lions, you've got Stu McCann still relatively young, uh, Matty Grant's young. So I think that he's got a good mix there between experience and but they're strong resolute. They're a hard team to get in against and they're, they're very solid, mate. Do you know what I mean? And, and they've got great firepower because the, 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 the selection of strikers that Murphy's got his disposal is, is is very good, do you know what I mean? So they're doing they're doing tremendously well flying in the league and, and that's nice for them to have that distraction in the cup because you know what it's like, the fans always like the big cup games as well. No, I know. Um you're talking about the options I've got up top. I mean it started with Stu McCann and that's terrible. I forty, right, an hard cracking player. Sean Fraser's on the bench coming on. Uh, Callum comes on. <laughs> Josh Weir doesn't even get on, you know what I mean? And he's, oh, he's another, another good player, you know what I mean? So it's so many options, but yeah. I thought they were good. They deserved their win. Um, I, I interviewed both managers after the game. Two of them were, were spot on. It was, Muddy was kind of very much business-like. They were, they kind of did what they had to do and they got the window quite comfortable. I feel for off the now because I can see even when I've watched other interviews of him late, he's, he's kind of been a bit down. He's done a great job. And I know at Clyde Bank, people might think they have a lot of money and they might have a bit of money after this season, but I don't think they've got the biggest of budgets compared to some other teams that, that are up the, the top mm-hmm. end of the table with them. So I think that uh, Moth and Gaz and that do a great job. Ah, you would be better for the experiences this year. Uh, listen, they're, they're serial winners and they're ambitious people. We, we've got to know them personally. And I think that yeah, it's it's no it's not been the best time for them of late. But one thing that they're going to do is they're building a better Clyde Bank. Clyde Bank the next year or two are only going to go from strength to strength for them at the helm. Not I mean definitely. Right, moving on. Um, Caledonian Braves against the Drum. Sore one for the Drum, losing a last minute goal. Hope you'll be disappointed after them getting a good one last week. But it shows they're a good side. That's the equivalent of a team two leagues above them. So it's not a bad result. Mm-hmm. Aye, it is. It's if it, they'll be doing because when a last minute goal, it's always horrible to lose a last minute goal, eh, especially when they had a chance to maybe take something for the game. But they've no disgraced themselves. And aye, the drum are a good side. They've got good players there. They've got boys' experience. They've got a lot of boys that have played at higher levels as well. So we always say that that sometimes when they play against teams of higher quality, some it, you see the best of them. You know what I mean? Eh, but no, it's unlucky for unlucky for them, but well done to Cali Braves getting through. They're actually having a decent season under Ricky What on another lone league team, University of Stirling, who have Pollock in the next round, yeah. beating Hurlford 2 1. Not gonna lie, I thought Hurlford might have been able to nick that, but don't I'm a bit ignorant in a sense to to the qualities of the lone league. I know that your bottom teams 
really aren't up to much at all. They would struggle in those conferences. But um, there will be good sides in that league. You've obviously got your Spartans, your East Brides, even East Stirling and stuff like that, and uh, Bonnyrigg, good sides. So I'm a wee bit, I feel a bit disappointed for Hurford. I feel a bit disappointed actually with how our teams have done because that's Hurford out. Obviously, Clay Bank had went out, but that was against one of our teams. Renfrew are out against Bonus Athletic. Linlithgow beat Blantar and the Drum lost to Cali Braves. So it's been, it's no, it wasn't a great day for the West of Scotland um, yeah. on Saturday, which is a bit disappointing. No, we're the biggest, we're the biggest pushers. We love, we love the West of Scotland team. We love to see them do well. But listen, cup competitions yet can happen. It's I would love to, we would love to see the, the latter stages of these competitions, all West teams. But at the same time, it's nice and all to have teams for different leagues, different levels, different regions as well, just to. Just makes it more exciting, better uh, days, better, just a better vibe, a better. You know what I mean? You don't, don't always want to see the boys dominating everything. Nah, nah, no. Um, I'm actually I'm going to have a wee look the new to see um what the draw is for the next round to see who our teams have got. So got it here. Beath and Bonesh United will be playing Cumberland Old or Peter's Hill. Bonus Athletic are playing East Coast Bride. Several uh, several strollers in Eastfield, Genefield, Swift, sorry, are playing Mabel or Darville. Um, Dundonald Bluebell or Trenent are playing Arthur or Bonnyrig. I think Arthur and Bonnyrig is going to be a cracking game. Um, I think the, bo- the Bonus and uh, Beaver will be a good game and all. Uh, be a good crowd and that, and is, all. That, is, that, is that Bonus that are in the Lowland League? I always get confused between them and Athletic. No, in the Lowland League. I, think I, don't, I don't think they're in that Lowland League. I don't know. Scotland League. I always get confused between the two of them. Um, then you've got the Meda and the Talbot. Uh, it'll be playing Cali Braves. I think both of them would would beat Cali Braves. Um, Trun have still got to get through against Socky to play Linlithgow. Like I said earlier, um, Paul at University of Stirling. And then Thorny would have played Bela Leaven. And the winner of that plays Spartan, so that's a tough game there. But I think you've still got Pollock and Darvo and the Talbot and the meta, you've still got big sides in it who I think could do really well in the competition. Ah, Love yeah. to see one of them win it. Yeah, you already think the big clubs are still in it, so it's always a, always a chance. Definitely. Right, moving on to league action. Uh, Ben's three, Glen Afton nil. Bonnet and one, Largs eight. Coburn and three, Glencairn nil. Rossville one, Coburnley one. Arguably the result of the day for me, the Ben's beating Glen Afton three nil. I know it's not a massive shock knew that the Bens went and took four off Clyde Bank and they're putting teams under a lot of pressure every time they play basically but I just think that's a great result for them I know going after they're having a brilliant day a brilliant season but just the Bens are the Bens are impressing me this year aye aye I, I'll, I'll go the other way but I think my, my stick out was their overall result for me but um, and especially in that league but the Bens I tremendous they I forgot about that. I've, I've missed that one. It's three one to Robbery against Cumnock, wasn't it? No, was it not two one? Two one. It's been one. Two one. It was mate. Two uh, one. It was. See, you're not pad mate again. It's letting you down there, mate. I know, mate. It's actually. I actually I'm not there, mate. Two seconds. I tell you. I just missed out, mate. Missed out completely. Uh, I, I'm up there, bit, mate. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, sorry, even you only need to remember one thing. <laughs> Right. No, but only Benz, I it's a it's a big result for Benz. I think we said weaker to a two ago. We think we both 
Wolfies were saying we were confident that they've got more than enough to stay right. up now. And I think that that result, although they can't rest in their laurels and they've played probably a, lot, a good few more games and the rest of the teams down there, the thing is they're picking points up. And um, Frank, that down there doing a tremendous job. But that's a great, that's a very, very good result. So that takes them five points clear of the relegation zone. Granted, everybody below them has got games in hand. But they're sitting, what is it? One, two, three, four. They're sitting ninth in the league, you know. So it's mid-table, very comfortable mid-table. Unless yeah. they have a capitulation, I think that they'll pick up, they'll still pick uh, yeah. up results on the way in and the running as well. But they're no, they're, no, they're no fully out of the wood yet, but I think that they're showing earlier the recent weeks that they've they've got a, they've got plenty about them. They score scoring goals, they're, they're solid, they're hard to score goals against, they're keeping clean sheets, or, you know what I mean? So I think that they've got a good mix here. Um, Larg's taking eight off Bonneton. We know Bonneton have had a really, really tough season. That's massive for Largs, and that's their fourth one in the last six. I mean, they're, they're still in the relegation zone, but they are really putting pressure on the teams above them. Ah, yeah. I think that they're in a scrap eye, but that 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 does wonders for the confidence for everybody at the club. Uh, so we will score the goals again, aren't we? I know, uh, two again on Saturday. I think it was a hat trick he got me. Uh, I thought it was two on their website, but, on but he's but he's flying and the club getting the likes of him committing for next season just speaks volumes for what they're trying to do, and it speaks volumes for the respect that they've got for Arnie there as well because the boys want to be there they want to be part of the club with them they probably enjoy playing for them so no, it's a very impressive result I feel for Bonington it's been a tough season it was always it was always going to be a tough ass for him coming into that level against these established clubs with good teams and big budgets and all that and it's been a tough season for them but as you've said a few times next season they'll, they'll, they'll that's, they'll, what, that's when you see them um, just looking at the news, Stuart Fold's got a hat-trick and Sewell got a hat-trick as well. So I think that takes Sewell up to 20 goals for the season, something like that. That's yeah, a ridiculous return for a team who are fighting relegation. Yeah, done very well. Aye, done very well. well. Um, so we'll move on. Oh, sorry, sorry. Co-win and comfortable win against Glencairn. They seem to be having a wee bit of form now, so that's um, a good win for them. And yeah. for me, a talking point with Ross Vale and Coburnley, Everybody knows that watches that we are pals with with the management at Coburnley, um, but it's getting to the stage it's almost too late. I mean, I think it might be too late for them now. Um, they're not losing many games, but they're just not getting enough points on board. I mean, that's the let's see, that's the third draw out of the last four games. It's just not enough for them now. They need to get wins. There's no, I seen a lot of the boys doing there. Yeah, Tommy, man, especially big Tommy. But I, they, they draws only enough for them to know, and I don't, I don't think that we're speaking out a turn. We, we no, seen so. that. I think we're looking at the league table themselves and in house. There's no doubting that they've they've made some difference to the club, and they've they've, they've turned it round, and they're, they're making themselves a lot more competitive, and they've picked up a lot of points, more points under their leadership, but. At this moment in time, the right hands are gone. They need they need wins and they need three points on the board. And unfortunately, the last few weeks for them, it's it's no it's not been that. They're not losing games, which is which will be disappointing for them because they're not losing the games. But points are not enough now. Nah, point they really need to win. Um, like you said on the final game coming up in Rob Roy, a 
a huge win for Rob Roy. I think that it, takes man. them eight. That takes them out of the bottom seven, and uh, they are two points behind Cumnock with three games in hand. I know Cumnock have been doing a bit better since McGinty took care. They've won three out of the last five, including Saturday there. So they're, they're kind of picking up a bit of momentum. But they, they're looking at Largs, you're looking at Rob Roy. You'd even go Glen Afton and Cumbernauld, who are a million miles away from Cumnock. They need to watch themselves, they need to be making sure they're continuing to get wins because it's getting to a horrible stage in the season now where you're looking at coming up 12 games to go, teams below them, 15, 16 games to go. It's, um, it, you know, and I think the next five or six games, it'll be getting squeaky bum time. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I think that Kirky Rob Roy are hitting form at the right time. And I think yeah, that definitely. for me, Maxie Maxie's done a great job there. I think Maxie, I think if he can keep them in the league, that is like one of the most aye. under undervalued Aye, because it's not getting a massive budget. They've been playing at a Clyde Bank for eh, Cumbernauld, sorry, for years. I just think for me, he's doing tremendous work because the gems that he's pulling out. Aye. And that, that on Saturday is a massive result, very impressive, that result. Because Cumnock are on a good bit of form, as you said, mate. They've they've been picking up wins and building a wee bit of momentum so far. For Rob Roy to get down there and, and get the three points is massive for them. That is indeed. Uh, moving on to Conference A, only the one game, and for me, absolute. Do you know what? I'm going to change it. This is my result of the day. Glasgow Uni beating Whitlets 3 0. What a result that is, because Whitlets have been flying. I mean, I know they drew last week, I think it was. But they've been in a really strong position, sitting third place in the league. Glasgow Uni have been about a mixed bag, but that was their third one on the bounce after three successive defeats. It's a huge yeah. win for them. I know it doesn't mean anything hugely in terms of what's going to happen in the league, but a great result for Glasgow Uni. Oh, great result, as you said, mate. You've, you've hit the, the nail on the head there that they're doing, Butlers are playing well, so the Uni, man, that's a tremendous result for them. So, well done to them. Uh, top, top result that weekend for them. Right. Um, nothing else you to say. You expect me to say earlier? I was. I thought we were going to keep going, but that was your turn. <laughs> I, I was too busy trying to get on to Conference B. <laughs> um, I thought it threw me a bit. Um, again, not a lot happening in uh, Conference B. Same as every conference, to be honest. No many games on. We had RDR 4, Royal Albert 0, Gartcairn 4, Ashfield 0. Um, how was the game at the weekend? I actually spoke to somebody yesterday who was at your game and he basically told me the same thing as what you said to us about the, it wasn't a 4-0 game and it was it kind of, once you went down to 10 men and it got a bit further into the game, it just kind of got away for you a wee bit. Aye. I think that if we say anything for the gaffer and myself, we went in after the game and I don't think we could have been overly critical to the boys. Uh, the week before against Kelo, we had to go with them because it wasn't good enough. And that's two games, but to be honest, we've probably not really deserved that. I think Kelo last week and then Garth here this week. Their kick quality players, mate. Uh, conditions were horrible for both teams. Anytime you try to play a longer pass, man, boys were getting overcooked out the park. Goalies, goalies try to kick goal kicks against the wind and all that was horrible, but we were doing all right, mate. We were doing the bare bones a wee bit, cut our players out. Um, they scored before half time, and then they scored 
right after half time, uh, two two bad times to concede, and then we've done well. We've reacted well. We've got the ball down, played, had a couple of wee half chances, and then we've made our three subs and we went down to William get injured after just coming on by Raf. So we were down to ten men for the last fifteen twenty minutes, mate, and then. When you're gone for it and you're doing to 10 men, it's already difficult enough with 11 players in the park, and then they just had the quality. They could leave some they could leave some boys high up the park, and we were trying to get a wee goal to get us back in the game, and they just picked us off with two goals at the end as well, which made it look probably a wee bit flattering for them. But at the same time, they were still a good side. I still think they fully deserved a win. But it was a bit, a bit disheartening for us. Because I've said it, mate, on social media. I've not, I know the results haven't been good the last two weeks, and that always helps. But I've hated football the last two weeks, mate. Really have. And it's just due to the conditions and the weather, mate. I just think that the spectacle's been rotten. Nah. The standard's been poor. It's been hard. I don't think even committees and players enjoy playing. And I don't think the managers have enjoyed watching what was on show. I don't even think the spectators would have enjoyed watching. Us both weeks either. I don't think there was much amazing, brilliant football. But it's football. I'd rather have the games on big time. I want to beat football. But it's just, it's just it's hard one to take. Oh. You know what it's like, even when you played in that, see when you're going to play in a game like, or a day like Saturday, and you're sitting in the dressing room, you're like, oh, I don't want to go and do this warm-up. And then you do the warm-up and you get soaking wet and then you get into get changed to start the game, your toes are freezing and everything. You're like, oh, this is horrible, man. It's, you need to dig in. But on them... We're all big boys, mate, but at the same time, it's, mate, it's, it's, not nice. it's, not, it's not enjoyable. Even It's just not, it's just not enjoyable. Not nah. um, on Gap Cairn, I've not been paying a massive amount of attention because um, our beautiful sponsors, Canvas Lang, in my opinion, got that league wrapped up. But um, I've not been paying a lot of attention to that uh, the top end of that table for the last few weeks. Gart Kern have got themselves four points clear of St. Caddox. St. Caddox got a game in hand. That's Gart Kern second in the rain right now. After having a bad start to the season by their standards and having a really kind of picking up a couple of poor results after that, They've got themselves back on track, and don't get me wrong, I don't think they're going to win the league. I think that's gone for them. But they've done really well. See, for me, St. Caddox need to watch themselves. I mean, they're only three points clear of um, Thornywood and five clear of Renfrew. That's no, with a matter of football, if that's not a, that's not a, a, a cush day leader, anything like that, ahead yeah. of teams like that. Particularly yeah. Thornywood, because I think they've been flying. Thornywood are flying, mate. I think that. Gartcairn have done well, but I think Gartcairn will probably say themselves that they wanted they wanted to be better. They wanted right. they wanted to maybe push Canvas Line a wee bit a wee bit harder. But there's no mistake in the quality they've got down there, man. With Tommy Coyne and Jordan Love up front, mate, and then on the sides they had we Fraser team and Eddie Ferns and that. They got Big Terry at the back, JC Hutchison and Golder. They're experienced and they're boys that are good players and played at a good level. So either it looks like they probably might they get a good chance of finishing second, but I don't know going to catch Canvas line. Nah. But St. Caddocks, mate, are a good side. And Doyle, oh. Doyle okay, they'll have that bound. They'll have that wee jagger having a new manager that I think they'll have enough to probably stay. They'll have probably enough to either challenge Gartier for second or finish for themselves. When you look at it um, with St. Caddocks, I mean, I don't know anybody in their committee. And, and obviously, I've got on well with Doyle. I've known him for quite a long time through being at the Ants and all that. Um, Doyle's clearly shown he's a good manager with what he did 
um, Greenock with really hard circumstances, the amount of injuries and boys missing there was ridiculous. But at the same time, St. Caddocks don't seem to give their managers a lot of time. I don't know what went on with Southie. I've not even spoken to them. This is just for an outsider's point of view. They don't seem to get a lot of time. And if it was purely results-based, then I think they were ranked to get rid of them. But like I said, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So this is just an outsider's view. If Doyle is a, maybe four or five bad games and they end up finishing fourth, fifth maybe, how do they respond to that? Do they allow, to keep, they allow him the time or what? You know what I mean? It, again, I think, I'm not sure I what the committee's like. I, but think they, I think they'll finish in the top four anyway, which will get them in a bit a high up league. But they've got to give him time. They've got to give him at least the rest of this. They want to get that season done with and then they need to give him a full season. They give him full summer to try and get his players and his team in. You know I mean? And I think that... I listen, it's whoever runs clubs, mate, it's totally up to them what they do with their managers, unfortunately. Like, they're, they're the ones that put their money into clubs and they're well in their right to do that. And probably what's happened to South is shocked to a lot is, especially myself as well. But we don't know our ends and outs. No. But let's hope that they afford Doyle more time than what's I, I think that the game time, I think Doyle could do well. But I don't know, because obviously St. Caddock's. Have a wee bit of money, um, and Doyle worked half a nay budget with Greenock, so it's maybe something they'd be able to do yeah. well with, you know what I mean? But moving on to Conference C, Yoker two, the Ants four, Lanark one, Perthshire one. After the Ants having an absolute howler last week against the Drum, that was a cracking result to bounce back. And um, actually, I feel I feel for the Ants a bit. I know they've they've been brilliant. See if they were able to just. If, if they've been able to get through their season like this, because obviously they were really they were quite poor at the start of the season, like like I expected them to be, to be honest. And then some job that, that Danny's done to turn that run, they're absolutely flying. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's an, a, a top top result, right? And this is the reason why they were flying, and then they've took a slow one half in Nielsen, right? And everybody's looking and it's hard sorry, for Nielsen, the players. Sorry, I said the drum. I sorry. And it, it's, it's, it's a hard one and everybody looks at it and goes, oh, that's a doing and all that. But then for them to show character and go down to Yoka and score four goals and come from behind mm-hmm. and win the game at the end shows you how much that he's got their players playing for him and how much they're on it together because that shows tremendous character. Especially when you when they went, when you're two one down They've been one now doing and then I think they've been two one doing. So it just shows you they've got another never say die attitude and what a way to bounce back after the Nielsen game. I think that that is a brilliant result for the Ants. And I think early yeah, piece there's no denying that they're having a tremendous season. Yeah. I know they've, they've only got two league games left, I think I seen, and their season will be done very soon. But they've got the points on the board and they've they've had a good good return this season, very good return. Well, that, that's it. Looking at the league table, they're sitting in fifth place you now. Um, Kosaith are four points behind. I'm, I'm very comfortable with Kosaith are going to catch them. They're five games in hand. Wishaw are four points behind them with four games in hand. But to catch that that four or six points, we wish all, the four games isn't guaranteed. Um, and if the Ants can win their last two, which is very possible the way they're going, see if they can finish in the top six or seven. I honestly think if there was a manager of the year for the conferences, Danny would be right up there because how he's turned that room is honestly excellent. And I know firsthand that they don't have a pot to piss in. And the yeah. fact that he's been able to do that 
with boys, again, I've got a bad experience with this. The Ants 20s are the old Erskine Boys Club or Erskine Youth Club under 18s or something for last year or two years ago. One they brought inside, one they a great side, but Danny's brought in a couple of them and well done to Dom who takes the 20s at the Ants um, for being able to put boys forward. But he's been able, he's brought a couple of boys in who haven't come to a great level and have showed a bit of quality and been able to keep them chilling that squad. So it's well done to them all. No, definitely. Take, take my hat after them. It's a very good result, mate. And as, as, we, as we've said, to be honest with you, I don't think that we, we've, we can be accused of an audience coverage. And that yeah. says it all for how well they've done because we've spoken about them a lot on it. And that's testament to how well that they're doing down there. Definitely. Um, Lanark drawn with Persia. Persia have had a wee bit of a blip after having a good spell. They've um, drawn two and lost two in the last four. Um, but that's line up to two draws on the bounce. So they'll be pretty pleased with that. It's not much to say on that game for me, to be ah, honest. Not much to say, is it? It's, so it's Shire maybe not quite the heights they were previously in the season. Uh, but a point, a point in the game... You'll take that and you'll move on. Lanark again, I know it's two, two games they haven't lost, so it's the, the same just making the hard for still. They've had a tough season, but you can see that Simon down there starting, he's, he's getting a turn at them. He's made them a lot more competitive. Aye. So they'll be a much better side next season. Once they get the season there done, when he can get business done in the summer, they'll be a much better side for it. Well, you look at that with Lanark, they're going to go into the bottom league. I would think that Lanark would be pushing to win that next year. Aye, they're a, they're a, they're a big, they're a big club. They've had, a, they've had, a, they've got a lot of success, especially in recent recent history. Do you know what I mean? They won the league a, a few years back when we were in it and stuff. And I think, aye, I think along with, with some other teams, it'll be a short, it'll be in that bottom league. But I think that they'll they'll go there. They're going to go and try and win it. See, to be honest, obviously teams want to finish as high up as possible. But see, for Lanark, this has been obviously a really poor season for them but see when you're looking at the possibility that next year you start going right it was a bad year we've had a lot of changing over with the managers and stuff like that and maybe certain things have happened with players but you're like next season we're going to go and try and win a league I mean see if they had been four or five places higher they might have just been fighting relegation again next season yeah. so it always yeah. it's kind of a pinch of salt with it. right moving on to Division 4 Fnart 2 St Peter's 1 Glenville 1 Campbelltown 2 um, for that, I've not really spoken to Taggy um, much. He said for something one of the group chats when that we just won at the races, um, scored a 90th minute consolation goal. Now I'm looking at the league table and I'm thinking that the league haven't updated this because I thought Fanat went tap on uh, Saturday when they won. No, I think. I, I think they have. I think they've just been missed. Um, if they haven't, if the league table is rang on the the league's website. They'll be a point clear of Kosaith um, with a game in hand. So I still think Fnart have got enough to win. I think they're a good side. I think they're, they're the best team in the league. Um, and I, I'd be good for them. I think they'll they maybe be able to hold on and win it. Aye, I think Kosaith did Kosaith lose last week. Aye, they lost to Arnold last week. Aye, I think that was a big, that was a massive blow in their aspirations to win the league. I think that that one on Saturday was probably. Brian would probably be looking at it and going if he's looking at the fixtures between now and the end of the season and going, St Peter's is a team that's caused us problems and we've maybe not had a way against. So he's probably earmarked that as 
one of the toughest games and for them to go and win the game and I think that's a massive three points and psychologically if they've went top of the league I'm sure they'll top of the league mate I'm sure I, I thought that as well I thought all they needed to do was win two games at the last well, three I think for me it's no, it's no mathematically done and I think that Brian's Brian's very switched on it I know he'll not let his players think that but for their players because Kulsaif have been the team at the top because they've played the games and stuff so now for it to flip and for go top psychologically it's good for them but they just need to hope that they can handle that that pressure but they boys are they boys down there are resolute they've got they've got some good players doing it for now so I, I think that's massive for them that's a massive that's a massive weekend over the title go in the division four it's good though that it's going to go right down to the wire um, but I'm just because Kulsaif and for that, I've definitely been the best two teams in the league. Us and Hamner have shown that on a day we can beat both of them, but at the same time, we've not been consistent enough. So I think the two, it's, very, it's been a reflection of the season. The two of them have been the best. Um, Campbelltown beating Glenville, um, big well done to them. Going through to Paisley. I know that Campbelltown, they have it hard at times with the fact that they can't always get, I know that teams always have this but they kind of get a full squad they end up playing like 16 17 year olds and stuff um, so I'm sure they came for a goal down on Saturday and they beat Glenville it's a good result for them because Glenville even though they're sitting fifth it's been kind of a mini league of their own and Campbelltown have been doing their fighting at the bottom with BSC and um, Hart Hill so that was a big win for them Ah, yeah, it's a very good for them. Sort of about Campbelltown, I always kind of want to see them do well. I don't know if it is. I've had a good trip down there as when I was in the amateurs, man, and I and I liked I liked him doing the hospitality they showed was was brilliant. But no, I'm happy for them because they've had a couple of tough ones this season. They've had a few, as you say, it must be difficult because they're they're area, their catchment area for players must be very difficult and Aye. the fact that you need to travel all the time not must takes a lot of commitment for their, their committee, their management and their players and stuff. So Aye. getting wee wins like they did on Saturday always boosts everybody and, and it and it just shows that they must they've got something, they've got they've got players down there probably it's just getting them all available every any any given day that that they can they can compete and do well. I definitely I think that's their biggest issue like you say. Yeah. But that's us. Um, another week done. Apologies that we're a few hours late with this. Just um, busy this weekend. Me and him are always busy. It's a hard shift. But we go to, we're getting out on Monday, so that's good. Um, what do I say there? I think you've done well, mate. I think you fired out the, the Talbot episode, mate, which was a great watch with the hearts. You fired out the vlog, mate. Don't get me wrong, mate. You're pulling us through here now. Mate, well, I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong on the live night, I told you. Oh, mate, you saved my arse on the live night. But, <laughs> but, but I, I, um, I was like, I, I did in the headlights at the start, man. I didn't know what was going on. See, see, be honest with you, mate, that went tremendously well. Everybody for the for the well wishes and the nice words that you've said, we appreciate it. But it's good to get back to the bread and butter and we're going to have a good feature episode coming out. And we're going to be recording that this week, so it's yep. good to get back to back on the couch. I know, mate. It's been too long. We're uh, recording on Thursday, barring no COVID issues or anything like that. We're recording on Thursday, and that episode will be out next Wednesday. 
like I said at the start of the episode, I'm going to be doing the Coburnie and I think it's Hurlford game on Saturday. So I'm slow with editing, so it might not be until Monday or Tuesday that I get the episode out just due to time because I managed to get um, this weekend's one at Sharpish because she was out on Saturday night and the Wains were in their bed. So I sat up to half one in the morning. Uh, I was absolutely a burst, man. But um, aye, so another week done. If anybody wants us to go down to any games, because I know Dax games are finishing um, soon <clears throat> and hopefully we'll be able to get down and do a game or two together. If anybody wants us to go down to any games, I know there's a lot to cover. Um, give us a shout. Um, put your point forward for, for a good one to go down because I've got some games I personally want to get to. Um, like the Rock, I actually want to go down to Solcoats as well. I've not been down at Solcoats in I don't know, maybe twelve years or something. And also, we think, be a bit better than that. Nah, I will go down. We got ice cream and that. I fancy, you know, I quite fancy, quite fancy Alvin Vicks and all. I don't uh, know. I, I quite fancy going down there. But if there's anybody that wants us to go down to games, it'll be good to get down to conference games as well because we don't know just uh, favouring the big the big teams, but. It's just been, there's been good games in that day, like, so I, I don't blame you for getting down there. Nah, nah. Well, cheers for watching, everybody. Cheers, troops. Have a Please good week, you. and we'll see you next week. And Dak, go and enjoy training, mate, because you need to get your arse shifting. I know, I need to go and read now. Right, see you later. See you later, right.